Welcome back to The Doctor Is In with Dr. Nadia Saba. I'm Dennis Wadan, Dr. Saba's producer. For today's episode, the doctor will be in the Expo Hall. Last week, we attended Indoor AgCon in Las Vegas with more than 800 people in attendance. We got the chance to catch up with a few of them on the Expo floor and ask them about their insights and hopes for the indoor agriculture industry. Keep an ear out for Nadia's own thoughts on the event before we flew home. Hi, I'm on the Expo floor at Indoor AgCon in Las Vegas, and I'm with Glenn Ford from In City Farms. Hi, Glenn. How are you? I'm great. It's so good to finally meet you in person. Good to see you as well. So, uh, just a couple questions about the show. Yes. So, first question, what did you learn here? I learned that this industry is growing by leaps and bounds, and that there are all kinds of new suppliers around every one of our specific needs, and it's fun to see. Awesome. What are you so excited about the future of this industry? I uh, am most excited because I believe that we're telling the same story about just how important this industry is and that it's got to be adapted by this country and that there's consistency in that thought amongst all the suppliers. That is a really great point. Everyone is talking the same message and that's really exciting. Awesome. Well, thanks, Glenn. Have a safe trip home. Thank you. Hi, Netta. Hey, how are you, Nadia? It's I'm, finally good to meet I you. I know, not on a Zoom screen. So I'm, real. I'm with Netta Vasegi mm-hmm. uh, with Microclimates. She's the CEO, and I just wanted to ask you a couple questions. Absolutely. So what have you learned since you've been here? Let's see. I think the biggest learning at this conference has been walking around and just seeing what everyone's doing with technology. Mm. It's been really exciting. We actually ran into another company who's using something very similar to us for programming their automation controls. Okay. So it's just really exciting to see more and more end users using something similar in different formats and applying it to this industry and things that are coming from you know, maybe like ferries and dams and the oil industry and the application that's really adding to this industry. It's exciting to see how quickly things are evolving. That's very cool because you also came from another industry. Absolutely, yeah, food safety. So there's synergy here. Yes, it's fun. It's awesome. Fun. So what are you most excited about the future of this industry? Super excited and thrilled to see that everyone's thinking about feeding the population. Mm-hmm. With our population expanding to, you know, 2050 to 9 billion. Oh my God. And what we're faced with, with, you know, scarcity of water and climate change and scarcity of all of that, it's exciting to see how much this industry is really thinking about the future. I have a six year old, so the idea of being able to leave something better for this world when we're gone, it's exciting. And there's a lot of really, you know, great thinkers in this industry that are thinking ahead. It's about to explode. And it's going to be fun to see what happens in the next five to ten years. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your booth it was with us. It was fun talking you. to people who uh, who stopped by. So thank you for coming by. It's been a super pleasure. Have a safe thank trip you. home, and we'll talk soon. Thanks so much. How's it going? Great, Nadia. How are you? Great. This is Mark Painter from Argus Controls, and I have a couple of questions for you. All right. All right. Number one, what is one of your takeaways, something you learned at this conference? I actually didn't get to any of the talks. I was too busy in the booth all the time. Did you learn something from one of your I learned that I got a lot better leads than normal at this show. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, a lot lot better quality uh, attendee, I would say. Yeah. It was a big show. 800 people here at Indoor AgCon. That's amazing. It was a good time. Yeah. Okay, second question. What are you most excited about the future of this industry? 
uh, that vertical farming is getting a lot more popular and it is a lot more bigger facilities are being built. It is not just a basement grow with somebody with racks. It's getting a lot bigger nowadays. Awesome. I agree. It's really exciting to see all the successes that are happening and where this industry is going. So, well, Mark, it was really great running into you. Great to see you too. Thanks seeing, yeah. I am with Kayla Waldorf from Way Beyond, formerly AutoGrow or spun off from AutoGrow. How's it going, Kayla? It's going great. Good to see you. Great to see you at Indoor AgCon. Absolutely. No, this was a fantastic show. I mean, I'm hearing a lot of response from a lot of the vendors. We didn't table, but but just some of the feedback from some of the different folks that attended, that the quality of the show, the amount of people that attended this show. It, yeah, it seems it's been pretty, a great turnout. Pretty solid. For sure. So what is something that you learned here? Well, I'm constantly learning about this whole notion of like, what is IP? What constitutes IP? Because we always talk about this different siloedness of the industry, both with the vendors and the different equipment and technology providers, but then also with the growers, right? Of these different operators that are very close book and you really don't know their successes or failures. And so it's, it's really interesting understanding different people's perspectives about the nature of IP. Right, so that's a continuing conversation that I've had. One of the things that I learned about, or that's new, right, that that was a newer portion of the conversations, were this notion of some of these different greenhouse operators or, or indoor growers are, they're like, we're, we're not competing against each other, is that they're competing against field, right? And so this notion of working together, which and again, collaboration. Right. So have coming up in this, this conference, which is great. Yeah. And so I'm really curious to see in future indoor ag cons, future MJ BizCons, any cons. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Is that this this really delicate balance of, let's say, bringing in that IP bit of like, well, what constitutes IP and what can we collaborate on? So I'm very intrigued of, of where that goes. Awesome. So what are you most excited about the direction of this industry and the future of this industry? I really like seeing the very practicality, and, and I, I don't mean this as negatively as it potentially sounds, but like the common sense, right? Of like who, who's, what's snake oil, what's not, who's actually knows what's up, and understanding different people's visions first, as well as then just the simplification of the industry, right? Of there's so many vendors, equipment providers, technology providers, and like what actually works and what actually doesn't. And so some of those things I'm really excited to continue to see that refinement. Love it, love it. Well, thank you so much. It was so fun running into you and have a great rest of the show. I know it's ending, wrapping up, and have a safe trip back to Florida. Thanks, appreciate it. All right. I'm here with Dan Albert at Indoor AgCon. Um, he is with Unfold Bio, and formerly you might know him from Farmbox Greens. How's it going, Dan? It's going well, Nadia. How are you? I'm doing great. It's so nice to see you at Indoor AgCon. This is where we met. This is where we with met. With Chris Higgins. A long time ago. It was amazing. Third annual Indoor AgCon. <laughs> yeah, We've come a long right. way, haven't we? That is. There's a few people here. It's amazing. So I just have a couple questions for you. Sure. One, what is something that you learned? What is one of your takeaways from this conference? Uh, well, I think I learned uh, the biggest thing is the number of people here. It's changed a lot, and uh, there's more uh, folks representing technologies that are scalable. And the uh, investors, I think, are here as well. So that's great. Yeah, it is. Um, what is something that you are most excited about the future of this industry? I think I'm excited to see how it changes over the next five years and who comes out as the leading technologies and uh, 
who's able to scale to make a difference in the industry? I mean, I'm going to ask you one more question just because, Okay. I mean, you're an OG and we've been, you know, <laughs> third annual, right? right? I don't know, was that six years ago, seven years ago yeah, now? What have you seen that's changed and evolved from that first conference to today? Well, I think that the uh, lighting companies have figured out not to have all their lights on at super bright, like in the middle of the trade show, <laughs> which is oh great. Oh, my God, you're right. <laughs> there was never blinding today. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, no, so it's it's been good. But it has changed a ton. It has. And uh, I think that's good for all of us. I do, too. I think the first one, what, you think there were 80 people that first one or yeah, something? Maybe, yeah. Yeah, and it's like... Tenfold grown to yep. 800 at yep. this one. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, so it's good cool. stuff. Yeah. Well, it was so great to see you, Dan. Yeah, I'm was... glad you came. And yeah, yeah. let's keep talking. Yeah. Thanks, cool. Nadia. I appreciate it. Thanks, Dan. I'm with Brian Harris uh, from Port Americas. He is the East Coast sales rep. How's it going, Brian? Hey, it's great. Um, the show's been really good. Uh, a lot of good contacts. Some good opportunities coming from it. Awesome. It's so great to see you here at Indoor AgCon. And we got to jab Chris a little bit for not being here. I'm sure he has a major FOMO right now. Yeah, he does. Um, <laughs> he, he's been asking for updates on the show constantly. And, you know, at the booth, everybody comes by and asks, where's Chris? Of course. Um, as a company, we're growing. And so more and more people have to take on responsibilities for Horde America is beyond just Chris Higgins. I so hear that, yeah. I'm hoping to be the Chris Higgins of the Eastern region and Hell yeah. you know, we'll continue to build out the organization as we grow and, and embrace supporting this industry. Thank you. That's that's awesome. And I look forward to maybe working with you in some of our East Coast projects in the future. For sure. Uh, so I just wanted to ask you a couple of questions about Indoor AgCon this year. What is something that you learned um, here in the sessions or from some of the people you talk to? I've learned that the industry is really starting to hit that tipping point from small-scale proof-of-concept farms to full-scale productive farms that are actually going to be able to drive the industry forward. And I think even last year's show, it was still kind of a question are we going to be able to do that? And I really feel confident that with the critical mass that we've achieved, with the rapid expansion of all of these farms, the industry really is there. And so that's really a confidence booster for us, you know, to know that we're in the right place. It's, it's a good opportunity for me. I'm new to the industry, so to see this kind of critical mass hitting, I think is really great. Awesome. So the second question um, is what are you most excited about the future of this industry? When I see it in a grocery store, when I see my customer on the shelf, you know, seeing groups investing in this industry, Walmart, Cox, you know, a lot of big players in this you know, country are now investing in controlled environment agriculture. And so we're gonna see more and more shelf space, space go to our customers and I'm gonna be able to see all those name brands that I know that we support as an industry uh, and yeah. be able to buy them and, and serve them to my family. I totally agree. That That is so exciting. Um, it's fun to have Gotham Greens in Sacramento or in Davis because I know we're going to start seeing their products show up on some local shelves like at Rayleigh's. So I, I'm with you on that. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Brian. It was great to run into you and enjoy the rest of the show and have a safe trip home. For sure. Thanks for talking to me and you guys do the same. Thanks.
am now with Andrew Carter, uh, the co-founder of Small Hold. They grow mushrooms in a few different states now, right? Yeah, New York, Texas, soon to be California. That's so awesome. So we are at Indoor AgCon, and I just wanted to ask you a couple questions. Let's do it. So what is something you learned? What is one takeaway that you have from this year's Indoor AgCon? Well, I didn't go to too many panels. Okay. Um, I went to the ones that I was speaking at, but I didn't actually go to a lot of them. So apologies to everyone who's listening. But I got to catch up with so many different people growing in different ways. Mm-hmm. And I think it's amazing how big everyone's gotten. Everything is so much more serious than it was a few years ago. And I'm really excited to be part of this. Yeah. Have you met any other mushroom growers here? No. Everyone is thinking about mushrooms, but I don't think anyone's really like figure that out yet okay which is cool i'm the mushroom guy good good for you yeah you got that niche (laughs) locked in exactly so what is something that you are most excited about the future of this industry i'm excited that it's becoming more mainstream and consumers are becoming more familiar with Mm. indoor grown produce like three or four years ago hydroponics was like a bad word for a lot of people and now i think it's becoming way more mainstream retailers are like comfortable with it and they're branching out and i mean with mushrooms we're completely different but you know i've been in this space for a while and i'm excited about what the future can hold if all these consumers and everyone is comfortable with with indoor grown and the future of farming and all that kind of stuff i wonder do many people know that mushrooms are grown indoors no most people don't yeah yeah they grow on trees Right? It's like meet the girls on trees. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Andrew, thank you so much. It's so nice to finally meet you in person. And I hope you enjoy the rest of the show and have a safe trip. Thank you. You too. All right. I am with Jim Pantaleo at Indoor Ag Con. And he is the business development coordinator for the AI Institute for the Next Generation Food Systems, AIFS. APHIS. APHIS. Sounds like APHIS. Yeah, that's not good. I know, but that's okay. I've I've already said that. Okay, well. They didn't listen to me. So he's also the moderator of Indoor AgCon, as he has been several times, I believe. I'm the host and the MC. Like the MC. Yeah, Yeah. get it right, will you? Okay. the moderator. That's a lowly position. MCJP. MCJP. That's yeah. really good, right? Almost like a rapping. I know. DJ now you, you need to like. Uh huh. So, Jim, yes. you've been coming ones. to this for a while. Yes. Uh, and so, I just wanted to ask you first: What's something that you learned while you were here? Well, that's this a great year? question. Considering how close I am to this, and I, how I know, or I sort of knew, what to expect in terms of how many people were going to be here. The vibration of people who said, hey, man, I'm looking forward to seeing you at Indoor Icon. We're really excited. So all that stuff actually came to pass. We um, exceeded our numbers with something like 820 people. And then we had something like 400, 500 folks from the NGA conference, National Grocery Association, come over. So just huge numbers. I think that, and you and I both know this, Nadia, in that if we think about 2015, mm-hmm. um, we, and we know that people called it Indoor BragCon, and it was just kind of a, a, a hoot nanny for folks to talk about what they were doing, here it's more of about a learning experience and how people can uh, take seriously what these folks are sharing with them. So that's really the key thing, and I, and I saw that coming, actually. So number one was the popularity of it i don't know if COVID had anything to do with that i think probably a little bit as well as the mask mandate issues and that dropping mm. so making people feel comfortable and then number two of course just the sort of 
you know, fact that they know there are some people here, such as yourselves, that will help them learn, fill their notebooks full of stuff, and that's really the key. Yeah. What are you most excited about the future of this industry? I'm most excited about how it can grow literally and figuratively in terms of if we have 800 people this year, will next year be 1,600? And it's not necessarily about numbers as much as it's about awareness. We certainly know that from a public perspective, this industry has a lot more awareness than it had before. Mm. You know that. Yeah. And so I think ultimately it's getting to a point of awareness. And it's funny, and I've actually never shared this with you, but I was reading this kind of cool futurist writer guy. I forgot his name, but he was talking about the world 750 years from now. So let's go there. Wow. And what he was saying was, although we would have challenges, the one challenge we wouldn't have was making our, and growing our own food because of what we're doing today. I know. Wow. Isn't that bitching? That's awesome. Super cool. So I see it in sort of the long view, if you yeah. will. Yeah. But yeah. With these short-term challenges. Indeed. Right. Indeed. I mean, just thinking about how this industry has evolved and, and you mentioned 2015. That was the first one that I went to. That's right. Yeah. And, and, that's and I, I think that's you. where we first met. Because yeah, you were on the mic every five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Asking questions yeah. as I like to do. Absolutely. I mean, how have you just generally seen this industry involve? I mean, I know you said, you know, it was indoor BragCon in the beginning. But yeah. just like technology and people-wise. Sure. Like, well, that's easy because you ha- it's almost like when in the dot-com era where you had um, corrections you had, uh, what was it, was it, Blue Martini. Remember Blue Martini? Blue Martini was like a software company. I'm like, Blue Martini, you know, what the, hmm. And they lasted about five minutes. And, of course, we've seen that kind of gig mm-hmm. in the last seven years with us. Yeah. I'm a two-time failure. You know, I, I was not part of two failed farms. So I think you see, and I don't mean to be cliche, but the cream rising to the top, the people that absolutely know what they're doing and are strategic and know how to scale and all that other stuff that they're going to, and those that don't know what the hell they're doing for a myriad of different reasons will not make it. And so we see that. And if, again, you look at it from 25 years ago, there are corrections. We know Yahoo. Whoever th- would have thought Yahoo would have made it? Right. I remember using Yahoo in 1995 thinking, well, this is fun, but is this going to be my life in mm-hmm. 20 years? But anyway, so... Awesome. Well, yeah. thank you so much, Jim. Thank you, thank so you for much. everything you've done for our industry thank and you, being MCJP out here. You're the best. And thanks for moving to Davis. Yeah, you know, we're going to see you at home. All right. Love you. <laughs> and now we are here with Dr. Nadia Saba. We are going to ask you the same questions that you have been asking all of your conference attendees. So, what did you learn? at the conference that got you excited or that was new information to you? One of the things that I learned about, really about this industry as a whole is that roots run deep. The people who started in this industry, who invested their time and sweat equity in this industry, the people who taught the OG growers, the university professors and the NASA scientists, and the people who originally invested in this industry, you all showed up and you all are here to support this industry and see it grow into the future that you started. And I just I just love how much we have all learned from you, the people who started this industry and what we are now learning together and what you're learning from us and the idea of working together to have a more food equitable and food secure future. I love that. 
that is awesome. Um, so even in that same vein of thought of the future, uh, what is it that's got you excited about the future of this industry? I think what I'm excited about the future is that we now have a critical mass of people who have shown that, have at least shown proof of concept of what they're doing. Some growers who are actually killing it and expanding it. Some growers who are technologists at heart, but solving world problems. And I think I'm excited because, well... I'm excited that there were 820 people when I first came to this conference <laughs> seven years ago. There's like 65 or 80. And I know. And it was mostly students. And it was, I don't know, just again, that sort of old school group of people who saw this vision and were very inspired by Dixon, De Pommier, and Agritecture was there, and Jean Giacomelli, and, and Miney Prince from Priva was there. I mean, it started with that group, with the right group of people, and just looking into the future and, and who is going to take us into the future. It's really exciting that people are talking about technology, but also about people and about having a social impact and feeding the world and making food safe and affordable. And everybody was talking about the same things they were talking about sustainability they were talking about community they were talking about collaboration and if that is the spirit that's going to move us from this point into the future we're on the right path we are all in this together we are not in competition with each other we need to work together because there is a lot of opportunity even if just we go from one person out of 10 who like get enough fruits and vegetables and vitamin right in their daily life even if we just move that milestone to two or three people there is opportunity for all of us to fill in and help nourish the world more and as we have more people to feed we get you know like it all works together yeah considering how many people don't get the amount of nutrients they need obviously there's a lot of room for changing how we think about how we eat mm -hmm. which means that the already like exploding industry has that much more room to grow absolutely absolutely and you know honestly i really look forward to to working with the dirt farmers with the field farmers with lettuce and tomato and, and and whatever it is and berries and whatever people are trying to grow indoors it started outdoors and rather than even competing against them the idea that we can help them move to the future this Absolutely. also isn't us against them this is like look like you're going to be dealing with drought you're going to be dealing with fire and smoke and bad soil and all these different things like we can help you continue to be a viable industry if you want to, a viable farm into the future. And here's a tool. Here is a solution to do that. They walked so we could run, so <laughs> we have to keep that in mind. It's totally. all the same side. <laughs> totally. Anyway, uh, Indoor AgCon, I think this might have been the ninth annual mm -hmm. um, here in Vegas was was really amazing and it was really fun to see everybody after two years of a pandemic yes. and reconnect and just learn about what people are doing and how they've grown through this crazy time. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Dr. Saba. Thank you, Dana, with you. for facilitating this. It was really fun. Yes, it was. Thanks. 
That was Dr. Nadia Saba on the indoor AgCon Expo floor and then on the Las Vegas tarmac. Our interviewees, in order of appearance, were Glenn Ford, CEO of InCity Farms, Nadeh Visegi, CEO and founder of Microclimates, Mark Painter of Argus Controls, Dan Albert, VP of Plant Performance with Unfold Bio, Brian Harris, East Coast Sales for Hort Americas, Andrew Carter, co-founder of Small Hold, and Jim Pantaleo, Business Development Coordinator for the AI Institute for Next Generation Food Systems. All of this information and more can be found on our podcast website, drgreenhouse.com. Subscribe for new episodes every week, and as always, thank you for growing with us.